Satsaji. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Keep breathing. Deeper inhales, longer exhales. As we continue our journey in Kabir's life. In the last episode, we talked about Kabir and Ramanand as student and guru. In this chapter, we'll talk, we'll talk about why so much importance or emphasis Kabir had on human guru, the, the requirement or need of guru. So one of the dohas that he said, doha poetry about, or the poem, Guru Govindu Khade, Kake Lagu Bai, Balehari Guru Apane Jin Govindu Batai. That means, even if I have the God and my Guru standing in front of me, I'd rather be bowing down to my Guru because he's the one who made this happen, who made the God or the Divine to come in front of me. So much faith in Guru. So much kind of like confidence in Guru. And again, when we say Guru and teacher, there is a fine line. There is a difference. You can have multiple, multiple teachers because there are so many people out there who has so much knowledge and they know more about things compared to us because, you know, maybe due to different paths or the different journey they have taken or the different level they are at in their journeys, right? So there are so many people we can learn so many things from. And those are all our teachers. And we should be respecting our teachers. But then when it comes to the guru, the guru is where we have offered as a disciple, selfless selfless service to the Guru or Seva, that's what it's called. Some somebody in the human form we have promised our selfless service to. And that's why it's even more important to have that kind of like uh the trust built in where this human is not a, a human to uh, us anymore if this is our guru it becomes the divine embodiment of divine itself i know that's hard to wrap our head around the concept but that's exactly what it is when some when we have enlightened guru right i mean like in kabir's case he was enlightened first and then he made ramanand enlightened right so that was a different story, but that happened. That has happened very many times for very many Indian, uh, kind of like, you know, the stories and the saint stories. If you look at the these fakirs, very many times there are times when the students or the disciple were enlightened and then the guru was enlightened, but they always had that bond going on. Once you make somebody your spiritual guru, it's not a lifetime bond. It's the bond for till the existence, till the end of time kind of bond. 
It's not a marriage or a family bond. It's even beyond that bond because your family is some the people around you, or in in a family you're born into, and then you die, and those ties or those bonds kind of like go away, right? Because those bonds of the family bonds were more or less were the physical body bonds, but the guru. and disciple bonds are at soul level one of the kabirdoha says yetan vishki belari gur amrit ke khan shish diyo jo guru mile to bhi sasta jaan what that means is that this body is all full of vices and guru is that sweet divine nectar if you're able to get guru even if you have to give up your head or you know serve your head on platter just go for it because still even in that case you're getting a good deal there are so many fake gurus out there and it's so hard to figure out I'm like we're going to if somebody is actually going at the path of making this trade of selfless service and a spiritual bond and you know going to trade the soul for for guru how to find the true guru there's so many fakes out there it's it's similar to like kind of like you know you have this very nice product but then you also have these very fake products out there <laughs> like a Chanel bag right so you have this actual real Chanel bag that can be 6-7000 dollars expense uh, you know of cost but then you have the fake ones for 100 200 and the ones people who are selling the fake they have nothing to do with the quality or you know whatever they're just selling it or the whole history be- behind the brand they're just selling it to make some quick profit So finding the real guru is really a tough journey in itself and that's why they say the guru appears when the student is ready. There are few signs when you will know a real guru from the fake one and some of the signs are you may see that face in your dreams. that means your your soul is getting ready to be, make that kind of bond and you'll start seeing that face in your dreams second you may meet this person and instantly you clicked you know this is it because your soul knows the connection at human at physical level we can't tell who is enlightened or not but at the spiritual or the soul level we do have that knowledge and the last thing it's never a guru imposes themselves on the disciple it's always the disciple kind of like offering themselves to the guru because if the guru is imposing themselves to the disciple that's pretty much kind of slavery right because then they're telling you they're your masters and that's not how it works it's always the other way around it's always the the disciple offering themselves so that's when that happens it's called seva that means selfless service 
Either way, the disciple ends up kind of like be at service of Guru, but it, the, the, the offering has to come from the disciple. Remember, Kabir telling Ramanan, you are my Guru, even when Ramanan saying, I don't have a memory of meeting with you ever. And he's like, nope, you met me. This was the incident and you gave me the mantra and you are my Guru. Finally, Ramanan, yep, you are my disciple. The guru never judges, ever. They accept you for what you are. They help you with the journey. They're not doing the journey for you. They're doing the journey with you. They are the one who actually teaches us the whole forgiveness thing. Because forgiveness is equal to freedom. Say someone is in prison, right? How do we know that, you know, if say they have, they're serving a 10-year sentence, but they're released after a two-year sentence. So what do we say? Oh, they have, you know, the government has forgive their sentence, right? So forgive equal to freedom. Very similar in this whole kind of like, you know, the, the cage that we have built around ourselves, around our emotions, and then we have put ourselves into that cage thinking, you know, the judgments or the all the the kind of the rituals, the obligations and the pre the prejudices, the pride. And that's what Guru releases us from. And that's what the mantra helps us with the strengthening of mind and willpower. It cannot be coming from the scriptures because those scriptures were very accurate for the time they were written for and in. Not 5, 10, 20,000 years after. They can still guide us, but they cannot help us with the journey. If we want to go... There was a transportation that was there, say, 200 years ago. And people traveled in that transportation from point A to B. If today we want to go to point A to B, we need the transportation right now. We cannot imagine using that transportation and then going from a point A to B. For the actual going, for the actual journey to happen, we have to take the transportation in the present. That is exactly what the Guru does. That is our transportation from point A to point B, the spiritual journey. So guru important guru is very important but at the same time just be sure it's the enlightened guru it's the in, it's not somebody just doing the sannyas on the worldly level and no tyag on the inside that means just giving up the worldly obligations and not giving in the things on the inside and still running after all those things Guru Govindo Kare Kake Lagupai Valehari Guruapne Jan Govindio Batai. With that thought, thank you.